0: Just got a job, so you know yeah. we're we're businessmen, um, as it were. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. You know, I've been sending you every day just to get ready, just different, you know, versions of the quote. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Um, and you have not been enjoying it, but you know, no. you know, we got to warm you up, back up into it, starting soon. So, you know, this is gonna.
1: I mean, now, inside insider alert, we got Little. another
0: business boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another business boy being a business boy. Uh, no, it's funny you say that because uh, Lily literally just sent me this earlier and I got really upset. I was like, I'm going to file for a divorce. Uh, she said this, like, you're going to get mad at me. And, he, and this, th- this is a message. Applied so hard and got so far, but in the end, I wasn't even hired. <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn Park. Damn,
0: that is way better than my joke. Um great work, Lily. Uh
1: I got so mad. I'm like, God, I hate that this works.
0: That does I suck. I hate this. Yeah, it does suck for, so much. for you. It's really hitting a lot of your a lot of a lot of too things. Too,
1: yeah, many things, too many things.
0: Like multiple layers there. Um LinkedIn Park, man. Yeah, that's that's a good God
1: level. that sucks. Um
0: yeah, and I hope you have your two to three hundred word announcement. Uh, ready to go for your first day at your new job, as is tradition in all LinkedIn. I will not posting you must I will not you must make it seem as if you are becoming the CEO of the next place you are at, <laughs> regardless what your title is. Um, that's just what you have to do on
1: LinkedIn now, and um LinkedIn is Facebook now, honestly, this is just uh this is Lebron's legacy is is ultimately what it comes down to. I need did he invest in LinkedIn? No, but oh, I'm taking my talents
0: oh. to South Beach is basically oh. the start of all this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, honestly, I mean, he's all over the place in what he invested in, so it wouldn't wouldn't have surprised me. Um yes, yeah, it is all trace everything bad in terms of media traces back to the decision.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's like uh, the a lot of like comments on like reddit and tiktok and stuff just like it could be the most irrelevant thing ever and like this was the meme going around this last month or so where the comments are like okay but how does this impact lebron's legacy exactly and it could just be like the most and how is this gonna impact your legacy exactly Exactly. like
0: similarly a goat in terms of product (laughs) management
1: in my opinion um
0: well thank you hopefully you're joining your 96 dream team
1: right now We'll see, we'll see. This is my 96 Stream Team baby. This is the DMGT the, podcast uh, baby. Wow, great work Danny. I'm the other
0: host Spencer who is, you know, not going to be here for a while. <laughs> no,
1: Spencer's Spencer's going to go. He's he was dead serious when he said soul searching. Uh maybe like 10% of it is that.
0: Soul searching, uh, <laughs> soul skater, soul surfing. I'm kind of going all over the the brink, Johnny Tsunami kind of area of
1: soul. Love it. Love it. Listen, it's gonna. I'll, I'm gonna hold it down for a while because I think there's there's uh, June looks to be pretty busy on multiple fronts here, so uh, I'll be holding that down. That's okay. But we'll spend, we got one more Spencer episode. For one more. One more.
0: If I'm good <laughs> at remi- remembering, <laughs> uh, Danny, I wanted to just before we get into our topics today, which they're yeah. great, we're gonna talk about some local sh- Chicago music. If you want to get stuff, yeah. hip with it, we accidentally went to a show kind of with a little last-minute, like, oh, let's go. And then we saw the opener of the show we went to, and it was awesome. And we were like, who the hell is this? And then we're going to talk about it because it's really cool. Very cool. get to see young and upcoming Chicago talent. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about The Last of Us 2 and their multiplayer factions and how that's going to go. But before we get into that, Danny, I wanted to quickly take us to the skies. And the skies. This weekend, Memorial Day weekend, Danny and myself went to Top Gun 2 in fake yeah. IMAX because there are no real IMAXs in Chicago. True. No True, more. The last IMAX. one was was Just shut down. One. Um so this was as close as we could get Danny and What were your as the movies Ripping up, you know, starting you know twenty five to thirty minutes of trailers. it was truly insane. <laughs> I just left the theater for like fifteen minutes, just like walking around, looking at posters, uh, you know, checking all the bathrooms out. um yeah. and then I came back ten more trailers, and then we kick into
1: top gun. How were you feeling as it started? Well, I mean, just as a quick aside, I always show up to the theater or into the parking lot at uh show time yeah. because i know that that theater specifically has like 15 20 minutes your of trailers, so. timing
0: was impeccable you rolled oh, in almost perfect timing and then our friend jay friend of the pod past and future guest jay he instead went the opposite route he got there at like six fifteen, bad um, move and he was like Huge i'm mistake. so bored and then i asked him well why don't you did you do the arcade and he said i i only did the like one and i was like well that that's your okay. Then you were just standing here like a freak, like this is decent weird,
1: so weird. Yeah, so, so listen, I came in and it was like, All right, cool. Uh, we're sit down, He's like, oh. so it was like two minutes of trailers. We got our Boom. We sat in line in, or slid in line in concessions for like 10 minutes and we were still fine on time. Yep, so we got into the theater, it was great. Uh, so we had just watched because Lily hadn't seen uh, the first Top Gun. Oh, so, hell yeah. so like, we, we were just fresh off the original Top Gun, which by the way, the soundtrack on that hilarious awesome um the not a good movie no, honestly whoa
0: whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa the original top gun is one of the most influential and great popcorn blockbusters oh sure sure time. sure
1: no 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 i'm like listen I, you're I'm talking gonna... about
0: film versus movie it yeah, is a yeah. bad film it sure, is a sure.
1: perfect movie but that's that's literally where I was about to go okay, like this I'm is sorry, a great say... popcorn tosser and that's what I love about the original
0: it's a popcorn tosser. I like a little
1: popcorn tosser. whole time into your in the mouth. movie
0: I'm throwing I'm throwing popcorn at my wife This is a popcorn tosser
1: <laughs> but it's like effectively it's a movie about the power of friendship when <laughs> when you when it comes down to it. It is absolutely,
0: and it's about the brotherhood of the skies.
1: Oh yeah, Um, oh yeah. So okay, so movie starts, and like I I won't go too much into spoilers. Like we're like thirty minutes in, but like the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is. Did we did we walk into like uh did they are they accidentally showing the original Top Gun because it's like shot for shot like the same opening as the original? Maybe not quite as long.
0: Danny, I had the same exact feeling, and. I watched the first 20 minutes, 20 minutes before I left, <laughs> like for the movie. I was like, let me just, you know, a little quick, little quick hit yeah, of yeah. the old school. And then the opening starts and I go over to Christine, who likes Top Gun, but she had only seen it since we dated. Now, to, to give you a little bit of history, yeah. um, Top Gun is one of the movies I have seen the most Bar none of any movie I've ever seen because I haven't seen that much, no. That my entire family loved. We all would get into Top Gun whenever it was on TV. We had the DVD, and then the first thing that we did, because I have been an audio video person my whole life. Yeah. Whenever it came out on DVD, 2013, 14, somewhere around there, I buy it. And it's because we're at a Best Buy or we're not even at a Best Buy. We're at like (laughs) a different one that existed, maybe a Circuit City. Um, And I basically sell my parents into buying a 50-inch rear projection big screen TV. (laughs) I then talk them into, well, if we're going to do that, we definitely have to get a sound system. So here's like home theater in a box, like thousand watt surround sound. Love this. And we go home. I set it up, of course. Like, I'm calibrating the TV. Again, 13, 14 years old. Total freak who had just been, of course, (laughs) looking at this shit for three years, bugging my parents. Them being like, you're 11. Just shut up. Uh, Trying to get them to initially buy a projector. Even then, I was into them. Like, I was like... When I'm an adult, this is my one thing that I need <laughs> to do. And I d- I've done that. So You've I can't do that. You've seen consistent now. to that. Yeah. That's I'm, on brand. I ha- no one changes, Danny. We just, uh, yeah, the, uh, the edges true. smooth out. But so the first movie we watched on this 1080p rear projecting TV that we had for 18 years, and it never had an issue. Still, in my opinion, one of the best looking display devices I've ever had. Especially considering the longevity, we never replaced yeah. a bulb. we never did any That's maintenance impressive. on it. That's this thing impressive. was the king, and it had 50 watt speakers in it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was because they were so big they could put Yeah you could put huge some speakers.
1: huge monster
0: things. Yeah, yeah Yeah. So we rip up Top Gun, and from then on, uh, really the conversation in my household was, should we watch Top Gun?: <laughs> We're bored. Let's watch Top Gun, so yeah, it's special. And I lean over to Christine, the beginning of Top Gun 2, and I go, Christine, so far, these first five minutes, these are potentially either upscaled. Yes. From, from the mm-hmm. first movie or, like, you know, from the original film, or they're purposely doing this in such a perfect way that I am about to
1: cry. <laughs> Like, well, they got they got the film grain perfect. Like, if it's a if it's a recreation, I don't know how they pulled it off because the film grain was perfect. The color grading was like identical. Like, I swear, if you if we put them side to side, it'd be identical. Um, and the the way that they kicked off like the riff for uh, Danger Zone and like started getting into that, like, first of all, I gotta say, love Danger Zone. Have always loved Danger Zone. It's an awesome song. Yeah, uh, hits a lot of lot of spots for me and musically on the like stadium hair metal type rock. Um uh, so like when that started, I kicked in, I was like, I'm happy. I'm already, like, whatever they do with this film, I'm already happy because they they wrote danger zone for Top Gun specifically and they they popped it in. I will say I was only like this might be a slight spoiler, I was only slightly disappointed. They lost some points in my head because I was waiting for um more bringing it more bringing it a little bit more they could have brought it in like one more time and also they never played uh take my breath away which i was super disappointed those
0: were those were two two bummers absolutely um because yeah they just did not like in the first movie and this might be something that we're just misremembering even though i have again seen this movie a million times yeah to my knowledge Every time they take off, they're playing Danger Zone in Top Gun One. Oh, pretty much. It's the background yeah. song for all of the training fight, dog fighting. It's well, Danger
1: Zone is straight up the only the like score for yeah, it.
0: Yeah, it. it's like basically the only <laughs> music in the movie except for Take My Breath Away. And then Take My yeah. Breath Away, you're just like, this is as a again, a small boy watching this movie. I was like, this is hot as hell. Um, it's it's uh, everything about it. I'm like, this is cool as shit. Top Gun Two. Takes that opening, and it is. I just confirmed, they recreated it. It is. Oh, no, they did the same. recreate it. it. Wow, they fucking recreated it with they all nailed- new jets, new characters. Kudos everything is to new. those to fucking those, the care. Everyone and behind the scenes. Kudos. And then it is two hours and change of exactly the movie that you wanted from Top Gun Two. In every facet, oh, yes. it, it hits every quadrant of Top Gun that made it great. On purpose, it hits it hard. And again, I would say this story does make sense, scene to scene, um, where Top Gun 1 does not. (laughs) It is just scenes to get to planes. This one has a little bit of a story, You learn more about, you know, the time between the first movie and the second movie, what it's done to Tom Cruise, to Maverick, and kind of, you know, the ending of the first movie, obviously, with Goose, and how that all comes together. And the thing that this movie does an incredible job of, and why... It's probably my favorite long gestating sequel of any movie is similar to how they've done it with Mission Impossible, where they're adding people to this universe. But it is still Tom Cruise. It is not a handoff movie. It is Tom Cruise's story with some more people that have a little bit more to do.
1: Little, a little bit, and 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 like they, it makes sense in the context of the film too. Like they, it works. It just all works. So I was talking to to Jay about this yesterday, um, and Colleen, who we also saw this movie with, and I was like, the more I've sat on this over the weekend, I'm like, I really, really loved this movie. Yep, it was super cool. I was like, it was a perfect length. Yep, it was. It was legitimate like it's objectively i think a solid like it's just a good it, it, i think it takes a leap over into like oh it's a it's a good film it's not it hasn't done anything that it hasn't been done before which is though you know some people might take away from it but like no 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 because like the, the way that they structure like yeah the, the point of the movie why we're here they did that beat good beats good pacing yep. It I was just super, and it was like just fun. It was just a fun watch. I yeah. truly, I came out of that movie. I was like, "Man, that was awesome! That was just a yep. great movie to sit and watch." I would watch yep. this over again for sure.
0: I so I called, I called my my parents yesterday because I had I had texted my whole family. Hey, I'm going to Top Gun this weekend. You <laughs> all should go to Top Gun this weekend. this yeah. is like this is the first movie in the pandemic area where i'm like this is required for a theater this is there is because like especially with my home theater setup i have i'm starting to get the problem that home theater people get where i get not like i'm way less forgiving of bad cinema experiences right um and like you know my tirades on smaller theaters and the sound that they don't pump out and That's even started to happen at like chain theaters. If you don't go to an IMAX, I don't know why. I'm very confused. It seems to be all over the place, like Regal, AMC. um, All I don't know if it's not their big loud theater for that. You know, like their fake IMAX or whatever. It doesn't hit as hard. And I'm like, movies used to always hit hard. That was like why you went. And now it's almost as if everything you're seeing is for like sound sensitivity levels of people. Which is, if that's to be more
1: accessible.
0: I guess, but also I would, I, there are some theaters that just do accessibility screenings like, and yeah, just do know. that.
1: Or like start handing out like little earplugs like, or something. Something,
0: yeah. yeah. But uh, no problems with this one.
1: It was, loud. Oh, no. it was, it was
0: absolutely ugh. fucking rock loud. It was awesome. Um, it Go awesome. see it. Like honestly this is my it's just a
1: fun movie man this this is like tr- a true summer blockbuster yep. i think like yep it, yeah pure it
0: feels amazing um, it's not trying to do too much yep it's it's it, it takes you know some of the problems of the first one being so male-centric does uh the the littlest amount it has oh, yeah. a woman more women <laughs> sure. characters that's it um but <laughs> and there's a, a little bit of diversity which uh the first one. Uh, <laughs> not so much. Maybe I think there was one one guy, one black guy in the the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it who like was half a line. Yeah, like half a line but also was in all of the fights and looked cool as hell. Um and the the thing to take away if you're worried you're on the fence Tom Cruise stuff, right? Everybody has their opinions on Tom Cruise. Sure. And yeah. I just want to put something out there if that's why you're like I don't know about this movie. I just don't know. Because Tom Cruise is bad, right? Scientology. Yeah. The thing that I say to that is everyone who works with Tom Cruise loves him. He seems to be a genuinely good co worker yeah. because he advocates for the technical crews to be to care as much as the rest. The tirade right. that he goes on, that one, the recording that surfaced a couple years back that was during the. Uh, Mission Impossible, when as they've been filming the the newest ones, um, where he gets really mad at everybody for not following COVID protocols. The reason that he is doing that, and he does explain it, he goes too far, you know. Actor, he goes sure. too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not fair, but he does mention it's like if this gets shut down, like there's a time where we won't be able to pay people, and this is a this is very important jobs for people on this movie set, so yep. we have yep. to follow the protocol. So, that if we do get shut down, we can show that we didn't have any infractions of the protocol and our insurance will pay us still. And, like, if if not, you all got, you're in like fucking middle of nowhere, like that they were filming. They're like, there's not (laughs) like you're gonna be able to get supplemental work right now. Like, we can't fuck this up. That's really all he had to say, but he yelled it in different ways for 15 minutes. But Tom Cruise, (laughs) Scientology, if that's your bag, Scientology is bad. You then can't go see any movie with anybody because all you actors can't see a movie ever. You, can't, all you actors can't consume anything. Say they're religious. Politicians say they're religious. They all have religions, right? And all religions have a lot of skeletons in their closets. Unfortunately, they all do. Catholicism, yeah. Christianity, Mormonism, like Islam, like all of them have stuff that. Has been bad and has been recently bad and has been historically bad. Scientology, in my opinion, is the newest one of all of them. Has just had the least time to do the most bad. And you know, like ultimately, I'm like, I can't care about Scientology because I ultimately don't care about religion. So I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Like yeah, they like Kelly Miss Carrot Miss Crave the the woman the 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 co President, whatever, has been missing, probably dead. Not great. They do some forced labor stuff. Not also good. um, Bad stuff. Uh, And a lot of it's about giving them money, really nakedly a lot of it, versus like tithings or versus, you know, donation plates. So but go, I mean, like it's fine to watch. On. It's fine to watch. Come
1: on. I mean, I'd say, Spencer, I'd say that we spent too much time talking about that just now. So I like, know. just go, just it's just fun. It's a fun one. We were watching about we're talking about Top Gun here, man. Planes and stuff. So, I, I came out of that movie. You know what? I will <laughs> say, like, I, I felt a little <laughs> I was making a joke. I'm like, oh man, I feel like screaming some slurs because America, but I'm like <laughs> jo- yeah, very yes. jokingly very ironically uh no and then i thought about it, i was like oh they actually didn't really put like obviously any film like this is still a little bit of military propaganda but yeah. it, they, they really didn't push any buttons at it's, all they had they really had nothing to say about exactly, any current state things and i was like you know what i kind of appreciate this yep.
0: it's exactly what they did in top gun one which is this is an unspecified everyone else in the world is like these are bad people." right right unspecified right. we're not going to give you much maybe it kind of looks a little bit russian ish maybe but you could also go maybe that's not it's i think the one thing they say is like it's a rebel state like it right. was like a, yeah so like i think that's a great move there's like one big american flag that he stands behind but also i was like i want to live i in mean those Tom are cruise's shots. <laughs> America, cruise's <laughs> yeah. Where oh, yeah. people Sign me are up, good yeah. not only to just like more like whatever morality, but to each other. People are watching out for each other throughout this movie. The bar tab yeah. stuff oh, that yeah. they do, where it's like this bar of armed forces people who apparently every time, once a night, someone just buys the entire fucking bar around.
1: Which is oh my god, like, that bar and it's is like seven million people in that bar in. and
0: someone's like ding ding ding. They're like, Oh hey, thanks, man. And I'm like, which is funny on, because I'm so like, I, I,
1: I didn't see a single community that they drove by with like uh, enough housing <laughs> that would like reflect yeah. the amount of people that were in yes, this enormous yes, bar. Yeah.
0: Uh, but anyways, Top Gun, it's a 10 out of 10 Popcorny.
1: Oh, uh, perfect. And great Danny, movie. Uh, this totally was, watch. That it.
0: was as usual. Too long.
1: It's all right. It's all right. We had a good time with it. So we want to talk about how much we had a good time about. So, all right. We got a couple of things we want to talk about. Let's go with the one that we can talk about the most. So I don't leave you out. Uh, so we saw, we went to go see uh, Ariel and the, uh, and the culture a couple Great of weeks. Ah, we're, we're almost like a month month ago at this point. Yeah. It was at the beginning of May. Uh they were cool. I saw, I, I found a couple of, I ran into them on TikTok and I, I listened to some of their music. It was like, oh, these, these, uh, this dude's pretty cool. Uh, Latino from uh, Texas, I believe. Yeah. And like Dallas. Dallas. And this was, I think, I think it was his first out of state show that he oh, for real? had done. like one Very early on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's go, let's go check them out if you want to. Cheap ticks. We went. It was technically Latin prom night, which was fun. Like some people really leaned into it. Uh, some people we did. did not. Yeah. But I'm like, ah, oh, it's a good time. Like whatever. It's a younger crowd. Makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. I wanted to check out the music. But then this kid comes up from like, I guess I think technically he said he's from Gary, not from uh, Chicago proper. Um, either way, he's local. He's local to the Chicagoland area. He says Chicago on his stuff,
0: which I would. He too, does say if Chicago. I was From Gary. Well, so, I mean, and sure. we're gonna let you do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let it slide. I, I get it. If you're from Gary, you can say you're from Chicago. You if you're leaning into Please. it. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and he was like, it was very raw. I will say very raw. Uh, went back and like really dove into his EP from last fall. And it's a really fun project. I'm like, there's it's, I think it's always exciting to like get into a uh, young and up and coming artists when it's like, Oh, this is, I caught this. Like, super early there's yeah. no way you would have known outside of like maybe uh a few de- degrees of separation from like their circle of like friends or people at school that n- might know of him and then you just stumble upon his music and yeah. i think now he's gonna start gaining some well some
0: popularity to be fair and so that we're talking about a guy named adnan diaz yes um and he is like a solo artist that has a backing band and he seems to produce with his friends like music and so he's the opener for this band uh uh sorry Ariel and the Culture. Yeah. Again, great name. I will just want to say that. That's an awesome <laughs> fucking name. It's and a cool name, yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about him after after this as well, but so I on we're like watching it and I'm like this is really like good and I was like this kid looks young. Like I was like I don't know how old this band is, but they all look young yeah um and then so i look it up as we're watching and i'm like this kid's 17 yep and everyone in the band i think was 17 yep and they are making i would say polished like pop alternative with some latin flavors here and there some spanish language stuff uh and kind of flirting in and out of that, like in a really cool way, which like yeah, is one of my yeah. favorite parts of uh most of the Spanish artists that I follow when they kind of like sometimes it's Spanish, sometimes it's not, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. Like, within a song, within it. a sentence. It's really, I think so cool. Um, and and you get like such a cool interplay of how the languages can go together. And I think it opens up even more like structure of how lyrics can be written. I think oh, it's yeah. really mm-hmm. fucking cool. And they did a great job. So we're watching this and they rip for like forty five minutes. He's playing guitar sometimes. Sometimes he's playing key a little bit of like a synth. Sometimes he's just singing. Sometimes yep. he's doing that within the same song. Um, everyone's tight. The drummer's great. And then I listened to his EP on Spotify because we both had like been like we gotta check up on this.
1: Yeah, it's impeccable. It's super tight and like in a, in. In the good way, like right, yeah. not in like the overproduced way. It's like I oh, they nailed a lot of this. I cannot
0: understand how they could make it sound so fucking well done. And this is it's all crazy produced it's by seventeen year olds, literally, mm-hmm. like literally, like it was produced by his buddy and him. And yep. I'm like this, the what young up and coming artists have access to for a little bit of money nowadays in terms of recording equipment. Right, right. Mics and and everything. I'm like, this, when we were 17, right? Like, if you ever recorded anything, it It sounded sounded like garbage. Even the best stuff, like, even when we're talking like small indie labels of that time producing music
1: sounded like shit. Even if they got like into some cheap studio, so for some cheap studio time, still the equipment wasn't quite there yet. It all sounded like
0: like uh and nothing hit hard the software, honestly, hard. The software yeah. was yeah like the finishing of it was never great but this sounds great and i i just highly recommend it and also crazy thing i know we quote unquote discovered him in this show this guy has millions of this... spotify listens more than the closer um yeah, 30,000 followers on instagram so like this kid is literally like plugged into his generations of social media and yeah it was awesome it reminded me of like i was like oh man this is kind of like a thing where you're like, you know, maybe in 2011, 2010, you went and saw like Chance the Rapper do something fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. with like his friends and like Nico and stuff. Like uh it kind of felt like that I'm like this kid could be like one of the bigger things to come out of the Chicagoland area. Yep. Cuz he's already this good and like legit like re- you know, sent it's it's six songs, five songs all of them are good and i'm like this yeah. kid's only gonna get better at what he's doing like this kid's gonna blow up it was awesome
1: it was so cool oh so cool it's one of those where it's like you look at like the followers and stuff like and i think there's there's some advantage to especially like a gen z or yeah like people in that generation so like they're so plugged in to social media and stuff and it comes a little bit more natural to them um but that doesn't always translate to like attendance is what I've at least what I've been seeing online where it's like oh I have all these followers I have all these streams on Spotify but I can't get people to come out to to a show and I think that's that's where I think the challenge is for a lot of these younger artists where it's like yeah sure I got a a song that's approaching six million listens on Spotify from like a year ago and I have 50,000 followers on social media five people came to my show Yeah, I would say so. Like, I think, I think it's at the same time. It's like, okay, if you're, if you know, if your audience and you're 16, 17, 18, and your audience is around that same age, like, okay, it's gonna get not always the easiest to like go to like a venue behind a bar in the middle of the city. It's like I get that. So like that, which was an 18 plus show, I believe. Mm -hmm. Like so,
0: so he couldn't even attend his own show (laughs) had he wanted to. Right, right, which is funny. Um, But I would say half the crowd was there for him easily. They knew oh, all yeah. of the words he had, of the song. He,
1: oh yeah, he it was had a crazy. strong crowd there, which a very smart play by Ariel yeah. to to bring to bring him on. So like yeah. super smart. Yeah,
0: and I will say just really quick, Ariel and the culture. Um, that dude is a fucking star.
1: Oh dude, the dude oozes charisma, like Insane. crazy on stage. He's a show,
0: he's, he's a, a showman, showman man. He, yep. Like he he was grabbing people's phones like from the audience getting like in the moment singing selfies with them, like yep, yep. doing that, like so he knows the social media game. Uh his fucking uh outfit was on point. Like he has an amazing voice. His crowd control was awesome. The oh, yeah. dude is legit shit. And I just wanted to say, Danny, thank you for inviting me to this yeah. show. I walk in alone because uh, I was like, did you buy me tickets? And you were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Whoops. So I got to get a ticket. Hopefully it's not sold out. And then it, like, I go. I was like, hey, can I get tickets to the show? And they're like, you want to go to Latin prom? And I was like, uh, it's like whoever's playing. I don't know if it's called Latin prom. I think it's like something the culture. Because like, I didn't know that much about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to Latin prom. It's like cool is there a dress code and they're like no it's like okay (laughs) um i'll take a ticket and then i walk in and i'm like oh i'm the only white dude in this audience which was and i'm also just way taller than everybody (laughs) uh and then i just get to like hang out and like there was like one or two other white guys that i think were also not alone like i wasn't alone i was with you and lily but yeah yeah i think a couple guys like had a similar situation and i was like (laughs) I just don't need to be
1: in the thick of this because I am blocking everybody's view. <laughs> like, I will say it was it's one of those shows where I'm like, man, it's so cool to be towards the back end of this crowd and like be able to see yeah, everything, it great. was bad. Like, so this is awesome, <laughs> but it was like it was such a cool experience. Uh it it reminded me when I
0: saw um oh man, de to, 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 to la oh man, it's uh the all mari the all female mariachi band. Um, oh, uh I, sh- I, mean, I ah, should Man, I this. get a bunch of similar names mixed up. But I went and saw that similar vibe um of like not being the my majority. And I think at a lot of shows, and especially the type of music that me and you listen to a lot, yeah. Like it can be a very white, heavy space when you go to concerts. Um I think we also go to concerts that have a lot of diverse listenership because we yes. like a lot of like music that touches a lot of different cultures, but I, I was like, this is a really cool experience um, to get to be a part of. And like, I didn't know the Spanish language stuff that they were saying. I was trying to like reach over to you and be like, Are th- they're saying this. Am I close? And you're like, yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just really cool to be in like a space where I hope I wasn't, you know, imposing to anybody. I don't think no, people were that been like that because it was like such a fun time and everybody was so fun. Um, but I just like, that was a fun experience. And I'm glad that you like say, hey, let's go to this thing because um, yeah I think it's always good to that was like my favorite part of it. it was like yeah I'm just a part of this and I'm the minority and that's like this isn't for me specifically and I just want to all these people everyone's having such a good time and the music is awesome like it was just a really nice night
1: yeah I mean it was just like a really cool convergence of like different styles that I don't I've never really experienced in a, in a live concert setting like that because like yeah. you're, you're we're listening to a band that very much does lean into like and both of these guys like lean into uh like some indie sounds. So like there's there's like sounds and and rhythms that you're familiar with if you listen to like rock music and in in indie stuff. Uh but then like they tweak in like some cumbia stuff, some merengue stuff, some like reggaeton stuff. And that was like super cool to like the way that they like pretty easily flowed in and out of those like different yeah. sounds yeah was like super impressive yeah um, yeah i think one of one of the cooler shows i've ever been to for sure i, I like agree it, i small, agree small small but it was awesome so like i highly recommend both of them go listen to adan diaz was the first the younger guy we we listened uh that opened up and then ariel and the culture was the was the main main act so both very fun i think ariel and the culture he's working on like a new full length project that's leaning into a little bit more of like truly blending in the indie reggaeton and Latin sounds. Very cool. um, Which is very cool. I'm very Very excited for that. It'd be
0: so cool. All of like, if everyone like he, he goes and like starts opening for like Xenia Rubinos or something like that'd be such a sick head, like a, like a package concert to get to go. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, he, he had mentioned that he, oh no, never mind. He had opened a couple of times for, uh, he said, uh, Boy, Pablo, yeah, which was like, oh, damn, that's that's like a solid, you know, that's a solid gig that you kind of got yourself there. Yeah. So it's awesome, uh, yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, and then finally, to wrap this episode up, short one, uh, Spencer, did you know? Do you remember that the Last of Us Part Two was supposed to have a multiplayer? And did you ever play the Last of Us Part One's multiplayer factions?
0: Danny, I did know that it was supposed to, and I gotta say. I never played Last of Us Part 1. The fa- I've never played it, but I have been around the world of it and like looked at articles throughout the years about, about it. So I do know a little bit about it, but I haven't played it myself.
1: So it was actually a very cool uh, multiplayer mode that they had in the first one where it was a little like survivally. They did kind of combine the survivally things with the... Almost like early, like early, um, just like matchmaking, but also maybe a little bit of, uh, like battle Royale touches, like where you could see where like battle Royale took from a bunch of different places to like get to where it is now. Yep. Um, so anyways, cult following, I had, I had fun with it. It was, it was a good time. You could like set up your, like your different clans and join different clans and like do, you know, objectives and stuff and, and survive basically. Yeah. Um turns out that there's this uh rumor this podcast by oh shoot i just lost the the link so it's but he's a he's notorious or not notorious but like pretty reputable uh, insider um jeff grubb is is a guy that has spoken to some people inside and naughty dog has been pretty quiet but they've been adamant in the last year or so since the last of us release that the multiplayer version is going to come but they it had grown beyond just like being able to like add it on to us as, as a side piece to The Last of Us Part Two. And now and now it seems like it's evolving into this massive project that is going to be like Sony's live service. So like I think I think PlayStation and Sony has nailed, and we've talked about this here before, where they nail like the story-driven, first person, maybe some indie stuff, uh experiences for gaming, whereas like Xbox, PC, maybe Nintendo do a little bit uh different categories. The gap that PlayStation's always had is like a shooter live service type thing that can get like players playing on a consistent monthly basis and with regular content updates and I think this is what this game is going to be it turns so this is the the, the part that excites me the most where the where the division and escape from Targa, tarkov are being referenced here as the type of game mm. that they're trying to create which you and I played a lot of the division early early on division in, two, in that yeah. life cycle division 2 we played and i'm in sign if naughty dog is in charge of this game yeah. sign me up if it's sign like, me all the way up uh i really i mean like
0: now accidentally buying the expansion that then we didn't play was a bummer for me with division yeah, 2 yeah. but <laughs> we we played that game with some friends for six months i would say like
1: and we not, did that when you were in australia we, on yeah. the other side of the
0: world it was really like a great time to be able to connect with people um because it is one of those games where it's like there's you can kind of just play for a long time together or you can just do like 20 minutes together right right um and it's a lot of it is also just like hey you want to just like kind of run around and like loot and chat yeah. um and it's great so i do love those types of games and uh if factions too sounds like they're going full on, and I'm assuming some version of Battle Royale is going to be filtered sure, through yeah, that. I and, bet. Um, you know, like the best part is the looting of all of those types of games to get the weapons. And um, I mean, the combat in uh, Last of Us 2 is good. So if they can probably, you know, up the gunplay a little bit, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure um, they'll tweak it for sure. Yeah. And, and have a little bit less of the, you have to constantly be crafting, which I'm assuming they're going right. to make that a little bit more fun or dynamic to do kind of, you know, Fortnite building shit. Um, it's going to be good as hell.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I hope it's not like too far away from, from now, like, which very, so very unclear. It could be a year from now. It could be two years from now. It also sounds like
0: they might've, they might, this leaking might, because they're vibing, the release date. Almost. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like, it's like
1: like, okay, are people gonna get excited? Because I'm about seeing this stuff in the last couple now? weeks, kind of like, yeah, hinting, it's like starting it to like feels like they're up. trying to hype up a little bit. Particularly now that like you have a state of play coming up this week, that we'll see if we get like. The biggest thing is the two biggest things I'm looking for there before, you know, getting back on topic is a release date for PSVR 2 and a release date for God of War Ragnarok, which yep. they are still pushing this narrative that like it's going to come out this year. I'm like, OK, well, it's about to be June. We need a release date if that's actually coming this year.
0: Now, so I, I think also they're going to have some things they've held back about Maybe. PlayStation yeah. Plus Plus Um PlayStation which- Plus. oh my god we haven't
1: even gotten to that like the uh the games library that they announced was like oh this is actually not bad this is actually a little enticing now like i mean uh, at the very looking better than i thought
0: i'm i'm gonna be getting it for at least a month to play demon souls because that's cheaper than buying it like oh yeah uh and that so like you do that once a month there's a game like that for me and i'll pay it like
1: what why not yeah, I I think the the timing for this news is great for well maybe not necessarily great but like welcome because I've recently I'm starting to get an itch for a shooter and I don't feel like I have any game right yeah. now I don't want to get back into Warzone no. I started playing a little bit of Fortnite which is fine but it's like ah eh, it's not really what I want I don't really like it um, uh, what's the and I'm one? like I'm like getting I have this itch I have this itch and I was like yeah. damn damn i need a shooter i need a shooter i need a fresh one
0: i uh, me too i'm kind of like because i'm i'm playing. It sucks.
1: we were hoping that battlefront <sighs>
0: battlefield our battlefield was supposed to be yeah. the
1: one but uh, now
0: battlefield give it six more months and maybe I'm, it does sure it does wow. the classic battlefield oh maybe. this is great now and then like it resurges because that is some of their best ones start as absolute messes for a year uh <laughs> which so hopefully is, hopefully because it's not looking good right now yeah, yeah yeah or if it goes free i'll you know at some point yeah, we'll, play sure, it we'll and, try it out yeah try it out but uh yeah because i <laughs> i'm playing bloodborne as you know you know me i only play one game at a time yeah yeah like and i don't i don't really like try games out i either am playing it or i quit it and i have quit again Forbidden West, someone was at my house and they asked me about it. They're like, Oh, have you played that? And I was like, I don't want to ruin your life and say how bad it is. I was like, Eh, not really for me. Um, but it's beautiful. It sucks. I hate that game so cool. much. Um, but, uh, dark shit game. Uh, but I'm playing Bloodborne Whoa. and uh, Christine comes up. She goes, So this is, this looks exactly like Elden Ring. And then I was like, Well, that's just not true. But also, it's 100% true. It's 100% the same um, game. But I will say, I might be having more fun with the combat of Bloodborne because it's a bit more it's a little more rapid and rapid, and aggression is like the really the only option. And uh, I think the story is a little less obtuse, because uh, it's, you know, mm. a smaller, it's not as wide open. Yeah And honestly, the interconnectedness of this one in terms of everything, I'm just like, this is truly insane because there is no map and i'm so confused about where i am all the time and then i find a new shortcut and then i'm like damn i've been going around this for like two hours and it's very cool but i need a different i need to stop playing these like really hard games because it's like four in a row for me
1: yeah it's it sucks because i just started playing like i finally really sat down and started getting into the uh, the returnal expansion which is very good by the way but it's like it, it leaned in really heavily on, like, the arcade aspect of it because the expansion is like this tower that you go up to, but it's really all about, like, can you beat your own high score? Which is, I think, a very... The, the way that they constructed the levels and the tiers is like really leans into that. Yeah. So it's fun. It's very it's like spurts of fun. first spurts, spurts of fun. Upgrade, spurts, upgrade, spurt, which I'm having a great time yeah, with, but I know it's like not gonna last me a long time. So um hopefully we get some real news on a uh, little little shooty boy from, from yeah. PlayStation. And
0: and and little shooty boy and I want first person little shooty boy. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I will say just generally I'm not ever as into third person shooty boys which is factions two might be but with the exception of like the division two type where it's like sometimes third part third person shoot games don't have enough crunchiness for me um but like if they can and and i do think like uh last of us 2 has has a good weighty like shooting but sometimes i'm just like it doesn't connect as well and it feels a little clunky so hopefully it can like kind of build on what it's already doing but yeah i i want a first person one because i do think those are my favorite types of shooters yeah
1: i'm keeping i'm keeping like a cursory eye on this modern warfare 2 remake that is supposed to come out this year um we'll see i'm gonna wait to see how that one looks because i know vanguard was pretty bad and yeah (laughs) we'll see i don't know i don't know it's it's it's, it's like i always they're always good for like all right if i'm gonna crush if i'm gonna play this game and crush crush away at it for like a month a month and a half fine i got yeah. my money's worth I, I, i'm okay with i that. do
0: love just like all of our call of duty friends relatives who are just like they really wanted to like vanguard and then no one can actually get there like my little brother just texted <laughs> me randomly out of the blue hey is vanguard bad <laughs> I've been playing it for a while, and I think is it bad? Because he likes all Call of Duty. Basically. Sure, sure. Like, uh, and I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. was there for like, a while. E- everyone a while, is like upset that this move, this is not a good Call of Duty because they wanted to move on from Warzone, but now we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like the Killzone people make make a new one.
1: Um, uh, sucker punch has been doing other stuff yeah that that's true. they've been doing yeah there's really not uh, that many games in town
0: stuff. sniper elite that's supposed to be good sniper oh, five yeah. or whatever but that's a whole different thing though <sighs> games it'll be man. fine
1: there's a lot of stuff hopefully we get some good stuff from this uh playstation event yeah. and we'll take it from there so one hey, final one
0: final thing yeah. before we go if you got this far look for if there's any final memorial day deals for televisions the lgc1 the the older oled oh, yeah. is on some massive sales on best buy and other sites uh Ooh. taking like seven eight hundred bucks off so that you can get like a 50 inch we're talking 1200 right now which oh, like nice for that money you cannot get a better tv because the LG c 2 came out and it's like starting to really be everywhere finally. And that's like taking over that same price point the LG C1 was. So if you're looking for like a really great TV right now. Yeah,
1: C1s are great. Find Those are, a Memorial a Day one. sale that's
0: still going on. They exist. Look at Tech Radar. There's some really, really good deals on that TV right Ooh, now. Ooh,
1: you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin up a little video and help people out with that one too. Good, yeah. good cause, Spencer. Yeah.
0: It's a, uh, it, it does everything you want. VRR, it's future proofed. It's just there's, it's not as bright as the new one. Um, the new one can. Oh, and, which and, and by like, the way,
1: the VRR update on PS5. We even even talked about it's, that. It's I nice. Know. I can't it play with clean. it because I don't have VRR. Oh, oh my, my god, project. it's good. It's good. I. Oh, I, I anyways, know, yeah. yeah. All right. We'll, we'll sorry. Alright bye bye, bye.